Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Now turn it up. Now this is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. A couple great guests coming by. Marin Morris, Ryan Hurd. That'll be later on on the show. A couple dance parties. Where do I start? I learned this morning that when Amy and I do a commercial together, they give us each the script for the commercial. Um, and some commercials, we don't use scripts. And some, they're like, hey, we'd like for you to read it verbatim. And so we have this one we go back and forth on. And Amy's like, here, let me mark yours up. So she kind of picks the spots where I talk and she talks. And she's like, what the? And so apparently, <laughs> they give me pieces of paper with the letters really big and bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you normal. Mine is normal I can't. font and not bold. I, it was hard because I was I knew exactly where I was highlighting my lines and then I thought I'd be nice and go over and highlight your lines. And then, then I was you, all thrown off because it's totally different. Then you needed one of those giant crayons because yeah. they're so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my vision, not the best. I tell you though, I've been having issues over the past now five years with my brain. It really hit me again about a year ago. And I just knew something wasn't right. Knew something wasn't right. So I got a bunch of tests, blood tests, MRI. And there was something. I'm not really going to talk about what it is yet. But there was something significant that, that was happening with me. But I, I've been put on medicine for it. And I tell you, it things are clear now. I'm, oh, that's great. I, I'm starting to feel, I'm like 95%. The past few months, it's there were some days where I would come in like half capacity, 50%. Couldn't connect sentences, couldn't see the end. I would be afraid to start a sentence because I wouldn't know where it would go. But, like, I'm finally right there to that spot. Like, that medicine's got me in a good spot. So, that's good news. That is. Here's a voicemail from Abby in Minnesota. I need help from Amy. We are adopting our second baby boy. I need best advice for transracial adoption podcasts. I need skincare, hair care, any kind of tips she can give. Um, it's going to be a great learning curve, but we are so excited. Thank you all. Wow, that's a lot of advice you have to give there. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it'd be better if she emailed me and I get to email her some resources. But yeah, there's definitely books. Like, here's the thing. You could even just type into Google and you can read reviews from other parents of books that you can get to have in your house, not only for the transracial, but... You know, if your child, I don't know how old they are, if there's any trauma they've experienced and how you can handle some of that. Um, I There's just so many. I would recommend if you have anybody besides me, like maybe that's close to you or in your circle or in your town or a friend of a friend that you could call, that it could be a mentor to you. Do your you, kids have a mentor or do you have a mentor? I do. Yes. A mentor as in? Someone that's adopted or someone that's adopted? I have, okay, so I have a friend, my friend Tracy, who is adopted from Haiti. She adopted two older kids, a boy and a girl. I feel like she's a few years ahead of me in everything, so I'm able to call upon her when, and I have another friend, Jamie, that also adopted from Haiti that lives in Austin. Like, those are people I can straight up call or text at any moment and be like, well, (gasps) this is what I'm experiencing. How can you help me? And then I have, they happen to both be white, but they adopted Haitians. Then I have some, we, we have some, Haitian friends and or just Americans that are black that can relate to some of the other issues that I may not understand when it comes especially to hair care as a white woman that I can call upon to get advice or in how different things my children may experience because they're black, which my son always corrects me. I'm brown. (laughs) He's like, why do you say I'm black, mom? My skin is so brown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so what's your one line of advice to her? That would be it. I don't know if you have somebody in your circle 
that maybe even knows somebody because I wasn't, let me tell you, I got connected through, I mean, Bobby and I have a mutual friend, you know, our friend Pete, he's the one that introduced me to Tracy. He heard I was adopting from Haiti and he said, you need to meet my friend. And he gave me her number. And then she immediately became my, my mentor through the process. So it could be something like that network, ask around who can introduce you to someone that has maybe been in your shoes. And that's, that's huge. Thank you very much. Hope everybody's awesome. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you're having a great morning. It's Friday. Let's get over to Amy's facts. Fun fact Friday. Here we go. Five of these suckers. Number five. So the character who made the most appearances on Seinfeld outside of the four main characters Mm. was... Hold on. Oh, you got this. Do you know the answer? No, I don't, but I have a guess. So it can't be Jerry or George or Elaine or Kramer. Right. Hmm. The character on Seinfeld that made the most appearances. Okay. She was in. Oh, it's a oh, she. Okay. It. I'm out then. Who okay, would you have said? She. Newman. Mm. She was in 101 of the 180 episodes and usually just in the background. Wow. Do I know who it is? I don't know. I mean, is she somebody famous? Not that I know of. Oh, <laughs> we probably don't know. Was who it, it a is waitress then. at the diner? Exactly who it is. Is it? Yeah. Her Ruthie Cohen, a waitress and cashier at the diner. That's yeah. Funny. Wouldn't have got that unless you said she was in that mini. And then I was like, well, no actor was. Mm. That's interesting. All right. What else you got? Number four. So it would take one month for a sloth to travel one mile. <laughs> Before I really got into this, this is how I was running at that same pace. <laughs> yeah. I've now been at it for five weeks, but that was my pace for a while. Number three. So no only child has ever been elected president of the United States. Maybe of having... All, of all of them? Of all of them. One. I started to think, well, maybe having siblings gives you some sort of skill or divert, like way to... Work with people. Uh, any only children on the show at all? Nope, not me. Yeah, no, none. Well, we can all be president. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. The average adult produces 500 liters of pee a year, which is enough to fill up three bathtubs. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> you can tell Caitlin ugh. that when you get home. That's not ugh. Yeah. <laughs> So when he was in high school, Bill Gates hacked his school's program code so that he would be placed in classes with mostly female students. Nice. Genius. Reminds me of the time I cheated the Scantron Valentine's Day scandal. That's right. Where I was like, they can't be grading these for real. So it was like you take this whole test, you put all these things about you, they send it to the Scantron, and they tell you what two or three girls you are most compatible with. Why colored in every circle? Every girl got me on their list. (laughs) You're basically Bill Gates. Yeah, Still got no dates and no girlfriend, but... I was playing the system a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. There you go. Fun fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So firefighters, they rushed out of a supermarket on an emergency call only to return and find that strangers had paid for their groceries. So they're just there trying to do their thing. They had to drop everything to go do their job. And then when they came back... All taken care of, which is super awesome. Yeah, that's real cool. That's just being two, the people that picked up the bill, like just being observant of your surroundings and then being extra thoughtful. It'd also be cool to see a bunch of firefighters in firefighter gear shopping for tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd also well, be cool. I yeah. know, because I still picture it like I do on some of these firefighter shows where they all are hanging out at the whatever, the firehouse. Yeah. And they all cook a family dinner and everybody sits around and then the alarm goes off and they go down the... Yeah, the pole. The pole. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jumping their trucks. Mid spaghetti bite. Uh, <laughs> it's a good firefighter story. That's what's up. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Kentucky. A 46-year-old man walked into a salon, and he's completely bald, and he said, Hey, I need your product that'll make my hair grow back. They said, sorry, sir, we don't have that at this salon. So he decided to start smashing things, causing oh. like $10,000 in damage. So they called police and he was arrested. Wow. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. <laughs> That's your bonehead story of the day. The Friday Morning Conversation with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. What's happening, guys? Hi. Glad to have you guys here all together. Thank you very it's much. It's nice to see people. You know, I know you all so separately. And I guess I know Marin and Ryan know you together, kind of, but mostly if I see Marin, it's up here or a show or Ryan and I hang out a little bit, but never together. I think we've only done your show once together and it was years ago. So this yeah. is cool to be back. Absolutely. And I think that was pre-Ryan being a big recording star, right? Wasn't that your... That's very kind of you to call me that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I actually I think it was like after Route 91 and, and we came in and did your song. Dear Hate, yeah. And, uh, so but that yeah, was a while back. It's very cool to be here today. Well, let me start with the question that I'm going to ask about you two just in general. Like, what's what's happening with the baby? I mean, how how has that just absolutely turned your life around? Oh, I hope someone's watching him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's great. I mean, he we really couldn't have asked for a more magical human to be brought into our lives during this crazy time. And he's kept us, he's been like a good distraction from not being able to tour so it's been fun to like be home with him. What have you learned about yourself, Marin, since having a baby? I think just what I can physically withstand. <laughs> um, I think probably every mom can relate to that. I had a really grueling um, delivery at the end. And, um, you know, it's like 30 hours of labor, C-section at the very end. And it was just like about getting him out safely. And um, I think like... Yeah, just the recovery was super hard, not being able to work out and also having like my tour get rescheduled. It was just a lot mentally and physically. So and I like the idea of, you know, the second that you kind of become pregnant or have a kid, you join this like club of moms and they are all different kinds and there's such a community and um I just I've I've been able to reach out to so many friends of mine that I've never gotten to relate to in that way. And it's just been really helpful because you don't know what you're doing in the beginning, especially 30 hours. Ryan, do you stay awake for all 30 hours or do you take a nap or when she's having? Oh, I was awake or the whole time. There's nowhere to go. I mean, you are you always wondering, too, if it's like that that minute's going to be when it goes showtime or do you know it's going to be at what point are you like? This is going to be a long one uh, without like talking about like watching monitors the entire time. It's like. You're already like ha- hopped up on adrenaline and you're like nervous for your partner and you're also nervous for your baby and you're listening to doctors and also like we had no we had no visitors. We weren't allowed to have any like family That's right, people come. COVID, it was right, right at the beginning right of COVID stuff. Of COVID. It was like the first week they were really cracking down on visitors at the hospital. And so it was just Ryan and myself and our doctor and uh, it was really weird and eerie. It was so quiet. Well... Uh, for everybody listening this morning, Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd are here. What's cool for me is you're both going to play and separately. And Marin, we'll go to you first. So what, right. will you be, what will you be performing today? Uh, I'm going to perform my song, Helen Back. All right. Marin Morris here on The Bobby Bone Show. Smoke was coming off my jacket And you didn't seem to mind 
I left a long trail of ashes And you said I like your style Now heartbreak in a competition But I took it in a landslide The skeletons I wanted to bury You liked out in the light You didn't save me You didn't think I needed saving You didn't change me You didn't think I needed changing My wings are afraid And what's left of my halo's black But lucky for me Your kind of heaven's been to hell and back Lucky for me, your kind of heaven's been to hell and back, to hell and back, to hell and back. Nice, Marin Morris in studio. Awesome. Thank you. You know, it's funny, I was driving down the road the other day and I was flipping stations in my car and... I had it on the country station, us, and the Bones was playing. And I flipped over, and there was a hot AC station, and I heard the Bones was playing. And then within like 30 seconds, I flipped over to the pop station, and the Bones was playing. And I was like, that is awesome. I was so happy for you. And that, you were just, you were everywhere. And it just felt right. And I was like, man, I was, I was really happy for that moment. Thanks. So yeah, that was crazy, like all three at the same time. I, I've had that a, happen a couple times, too, where I'll switch back and forth, and it'll be on. And it's like, this is the only time this has happened to me. But um, yeah, that was crazy. Like during quarantine, that song was like sort of a, an anthem at the time. But yeah, thank you. Okay, we're coming back in a second. Marin, Ryan Hurd's here. We're going to do another song in a minute. The Friday Morning Conversation with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. Do you guys, Marin and Ryan, do you ever write at the same time but separately? One of you is in one room and the other one's in another room and you just have two things going at once. Does that ever happen? Or if you're going to write, do you just do it together sometimes at home? Well, we wrote a couple weeks ago. Like, I have been sort of on maternity leave. I haven't been writing. Mm. I haven't felt like, you know, I haven't had any time for anything else. But we wrote a couple weeks ago together, and yeah. it's like us and Hardy. And It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then he's been doing a ton of stuff on Zoom. I'm trying to do the Zoom co-write thing, but it is just, like, so uninspiring. Um, but I think the fun part about what we do is, like, I get... I get to be a part of her thing, whether or not I wrote the song. So, um, getting to like share what we've written together is just as fun as writing the song sometimes. And so, but there have been moments I think where it's like, we're kind of in the same, like either building writing or, um, but we haven't been doing it at home very much overlapping. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to watch the kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to play, here's a clip of Ryan's to a T. This is uh, Ryan Hurd. Maybe you know this song. We played it on the show a bunch. Ryan, were you, because you can't hear it right now, but I'm listening to to a T. This song, when it was doing so well, it was during COVID, right? Like you haven't been able to hear a crowd really sing it all the way back yet or or not? Well, I toured the front half of the year on my own like club tour, headline stuff. And so uh, I did get to kind of experience it when it was at its height on the chart. It was was really special, man. I I never, I mean, I've been up to the top of a, a chart as a writer, but I've never, when I signed my record deal, like said, I was gonna like be an artist too. I said, if I could have one gold record, that's like my my only goal. And so we accomplished that with, with To A T. And 
that was really special. So thank you guys for helping us accomplish that. But now it's time for some new goals, and I'm really excited about those two. Uh, just real quick on Ryan, he is. I written. didn't get to play any shows with the bones <laughs> being like. Oh, you huge. did it? No, I did like no. the Houston rodeo when I was like nine months pregnant. So that was like the, it was while it was number one. But then I was like, I'm just gonna have to wait for that moment next year. My, my <laughs> the problem, biggest song. My problem was I didn't my close career. my set with that song, and then you'd see people that only came to hear that song. <laughs> And I'd play it, and then they would like, you'd see like 10 or 12 people just walk out. And I was like, oh. So, I, but I, it was cool to me. It's like, oh, they came to hear one song. It's cool to have one song that they came to hear. <laughs> yeah, they bought a ticket for it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's written songs like Lonely Tonight, Blake Shelton, Sunrise, Sunburn, Sunset, Luke, You Look Good, What If I Never Get Over You, Lady A. Well, we're going to have a little performance here from Ryan Hurd. Ryan, what are you going to play here? I want to play uh, my new single uh, that's on the chart right now called Every Other Memory. All right. Ben, you playing on this one too? Oh, yeah. All right. Ben, Ryan, Maren, you singing on this one? I am. Ba- actually, background singer. Introduce your background singer. She's, oh, she's, she's got an <laughs> I'm open, on the record. open invitation. She's actually singing on this record too. So, yep. um, yeah, we've got, we've got a formula. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. I still smell the smoke from the 4th of July fireworks And I still feel the kick drum Front row at the concert after Talladega Safe to say you stick around Yeah, we were both drunk at the party When I told you that I loved you You laughed like I was crazy But I swear, girl, that's when I knew what we had Looking back on it right now That last call, first kiss Never left my mind That old school Springsteen Gets me every time And when I see that leather jacket Think about how you had it Wrapped around your shoulder That whole October And that sunset barefoot Fire on the beach I can still feel your hands All over me up. Girl, it's your shade of blue Cause every other memory Every other memory is you Girl, it's you Every other memory is you Me Tangled in the summer There'll never be another Never be another Like that last call, first kiss Nice. Come on. I think that's the first time we've ever sung that together. It is. Well, then let me just say, Mwah, chef's kiss. Thank you very Beautiful. much. Beautiful. <laughs> that is it. We will see you guys hopefully real soon. Good yeah. to see you guys. Thank you, guys. Everybody check us. out those two songs. Uh, Joe, check out all their songs. They, they, they need the money, obviously. They're <laughs> just struggling over there. Uh, to Hell and Back, that's Marin's new one and every other memory from Ryan. So. Send our kid to college. Yes. <laughs> all right, there they are. Marin Morris and Ryan. Hurry, everybody. Nice job, guys. Great to see Thank you, everybody. Y'all. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. If someone said to you right now, you could live to 90, give or take, like you, you take it or leave it, would you do it? Like, yeah. You won't live over 90. Oh. But you, you but get to live, live to, 90. to 90. Yes. I'll take 90. I'll take 90. Because like I get scared, you know, I think about, I don't know, not making it past 70 something. So I'll take 90. That'd be good for me. What about you? I'm trying. I'm shooting for three digits. Oh, oh wow. okay. Yeah, you know make what, the news. You know what's going on in that last decade sometimes. Is- Lots of pooping and peeing on myself, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. 
But okay. As long as you have somebody to help you out. Yeah, I'm shooting for 100. Mm-hmm. I bet I bet you at 90 it's happening too. What's happening at 90 is happening at 100. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like to, to hit 100. So I'm not. I, I In my life, just generally, I shoot for the big goals, even if I miss wide. So I'm going to pass on 90 oh. and shoot for 100. <laughs> wow. Even if that means I go at 68, I would rather have that shot to get to 100. Okay. I ask about 90 because an Air Force veteran celebrated turning 90 with a high-flying adventure. His name is Stan. He went skydiving with his daughter to mark his 90th birthday. Wow. it's amazing. The Air Force veteran jumped 13,000 feet from an airplane over Southern California's Lake Elsinore. Loved it. Now, it goes on. He lost both of his legs in the 80s, but he still loves adventure, has lots of energy. He bikes, plays wheelchair tennis, and has modified his truck so he can drive anywhere by himself. He says the skydiving experience tops his list of craziest things he's ever done. That's awesome. If you make your 90th birthday, how do you celebrate? If I'm, uh, so you probably like, well, this is it, because I made a deal <laughs> with the devil to only live to 90. I guess I want to have, I don't know, I could do something crazy now I'm thinking skydiving. I don't, I've done that before. I don't need to do it again. I probably have like a roller skating party. At 90? Yeah. Sh- you for sure you're going to tear something. You can push me in a car. Oh, you're going to be on the... Like your son, when he roller skates, he uses that little walker roller skate thing. Yes. Maybe roller skating's top of mind because it's all my kids want to do this week. <laughs> anyway, I thought this 90th birthday story was good. That's Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, over to Amy with The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Why did the roofer go to the doctor? Why did the roofer go to the doctor? Because he had a bad case of shingles. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. I very much relate to that joke for two reasons. One, because I was a roofer and I've had the shingles. Yeah, both of and them. And I don't know which one's worse, honestly. Oh, gosh. Because I used to do tear-offs first. And what you do, tear-off is just they need somebody to do the dirty work. And so I would go, you take a shovel, you put it under the shingle, you push your foot and it takes the nail on the shingle out and you throw it on the ground. But that's not the worst part of it. The worst part of it's not being on top of the roof in the beating sun. It's going having to clean up what you threw down. Oh. So then you got more strategic about where you threw it. Because your first couple of roofs, you just like chunk it over your shoulder. Then you go, Mm-mm, I don't want to have to clean up all around the house. So you try to strategically dump it. So did that and then slowly moved up. Carrying shingles up on roofs is the worst too. Because mm. you're just going up a ladder with shingles on your shoulder. Dang. Not safe. They may do it a safer way. We didn't because we were hardcore. <laughs> we probably just didn't know any better. Um, and then also I've had shingles. I had them on my ribs. Um, very itchy and hurty. Uh, roofing's probably worse. Both sound terrible. I've had friends who had shingles in their eyes, though. Whoa. I, I didn't did. have. Yeah. Was, yeah. That, was I that friend? I don't know because yours weren't that bad in your eye. I was wearing makeup. I mean, I don't know. I was. We were in Las Vegas for work, and I don't know. I just had to FaceTime with our doctor, and all of a sudden on my... On the side of my face and on my eye and my eyebrow, I just had all these red bumps and it was super painful. And I had to go in Las Vegas to the drugstore and pick up my Valtrex, which is a herpes medication medication while I was in Vegas. Yeah, the shing- <laughs> shingles are a uh, chicken pock. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's just- like an old, old, old chicken pock. So not fun, but uh, I would still say roofing was harder. So good joke there, uh, here's a voicemail. This is Peter in Florida. This is the Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, Bobby. I found your show in Gainesville on 103.7 The Country a couple years ago. Since then, I've turned my mom, my sister, my girlfriend, pretty much everyone I know onto it. You're waking us up every morning. Appreciate you! Appreci- mom, don't get caught with your headphones in today at work. Well, there you go. Oh, shout well, out to his mom. Appreciate you, too. 
Thank you. Everybody in Gainesville, shout out. You can call us anytime, 877-77-BOBBY. Does your husband still wear those sleep glasses? Yes, and he's getting more and more obnoxious with them. So our mutual friend Bobo tells him about these glasses. They're supposed to be good to prep your body for sleep. And I get it. I wear those too if I'm using my computer or watching TV at night. But I put them on like an hour before bed. And mine are normal looking. My husband's are bright orange aviators. Like the lenses are orange. And he started to wear them early and earlier. He used to put them on at 8 p.m. Then it was 7 p.m. And yesterday it was 6.30 p.m. And then we needed to pick up something from the store for dinner. And he ran the errand with his glasses. Oh, wow. It came back into the house and he's wearing them, driving around. (laughs) And he said, yeah, it helps with the outdoor light too, I read. And he said, you can put them on three to four hours before bedtime. All the time. So now that he's doing, and he looks so ridiculous, I can't take him seriously. I convinced him to take them off at dinner because I felt like it was rude. Oh. Why is it rude? Because as a family, we were eating and as a distraction. my sister was there. And I just felt as though his mind was already preparing for dinner when we should have been in family time mode. You mean for bed? Right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We were having dinner and he was preparing for bed. And that seemed rude to me. Ugh. I'm good. They're about. Uh, no, I can't do that. I was about to say I'm about to lose them accidentally or break them accidentally, but... You can't do that. And by you can't do that, you mean you can't say it on the air that it's going to happen. It <laughs> no, has no. to happen naturally. <laughs> Lunchbox, who'd you call? I called a grocery store and I acted like I was shopping and all of a sudden nature called and I ran into the bathroom and I used the bathroom, but I looked over and there was no toilet paper. And so I'm stuck in the bathroom stall with nothing to, you know... Mm-hmm. Right, to wipe your butt with. Yes. So are you seeing who will say yes and bring you something and who I, won't? I'm just seeing how they will react. Yeah. I'm seeing if I need to go out and get my own toilet paper, things like that. All right, here is number one, grocery store number one. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I, I got a little problem here. So I was shopping, and then I was like, ooh, nature's calling. So I came into the bathroom, and I'm, um, <laughs> how do I say it politely? I'm... Drop in the the in the toilet, and I look over, and there's no toilet paper left. So you're in the to- you're in the bathroom right now. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like whoa. Like I I, I didn't know if I was supposed to use my hand or <laughs> okay, if well, I should toilet paper. should I come out there to uh, you? Use toilet paper. Thank you. I don't know. You know, you're a girl. I'm a guy. That could be kind of <laughs> awkward. You're a girl. I'm a guy. Wait, is is so? Is that the last you heard of her? Yeah. Is this other call? Her or a different one? A uh, different one. I called a different place. So wait, what happened with her? Well, I called her back and she goes, sir, you're not in the bathroom. Oh, and- she went and looked for you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right, here's Lunchbox calling a different grocery store. Uh, yes, ma'am. How you doing? Good. I'm doing some grocery shopping right now, and, you know, <laughs> I got some rumblings in my tummy, and I came into the bathroom, and whoo, I went. But the problem is I reached over and there's no toilet paper. I-, I could use my shirt, but then I won't have a shirt on when I come out. <laughs> Let me send somebody. Um, or, I mean, if you could just check and make sure no one's on the toilet paper aisle, I could leave my pants down and I could waddle out to the t- <laughs> toilet paper aisle and grab some. Uh, let me send somebody in the bathroom. Uh, oh, that's, I mean, that's a little awkward. I don't need anybody to wipe for me. I just, uh, No, I, they, you're in, you're in the stall. Yeah, yeah, I'm in like the stall. Like you someone hand you a roll. Yeah, and they <laughs> might, they might want to wear a mask because it stinks, if you know what oh, I mean. Okay. Stop. All right. Oh, man, this is so, I'm so embarrassed. 
It's okay. It's okay. One second. <laughs> the waddle. I'm going to make clear the line so I can waddle out there. Thank you guys for hanging out. Send us an email if you'd like. Sometimes we'll read them on the air. Let's open it up. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey guys, my name is Kim. I'm a longtime listener, and I hoped you would give me a little advice on your show. My husband and I are still working from home. He's around a lot more. It's great. He takes kids out every day, plays with them, even plays with our other neighborhood kids that come down the street to play with us. With that said, one of our neighbors has a full-time nanny who's been with them since the fall. She comes with the kids to play with our kids all the time. It's never been a problem. But I have noticed that since my husband's been out there with them, she's wearing makeup, she's dressing nicely, she's very flirtatious with the husband. He even jokes about it with me, but I'm starting to lose my patience. The other day, she ran her hand through his hair and told him she really likes his haircut. She once felt his bicep to admire it. I'm at the point I might have a talk with that family because it's really getting to me. Should I talk to them or her directly? What do you think? Signed, Kim. That's funny. If a woman ever puts her hand through a guy's hair, she's into him. Right? And squeezes his bicep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's not about the other family or the nanny. It's about your husband. Yeah, that's what, exactly what I was going to say is start. The conversation should start there. But I mean, he can't help if a girl. I yes, mean, he can. Oh, does he water, water hand away? He can say to her, hey, you shouldn't do that. My wife would get upset. Like he can. Or handle, I'm uncomfortable. With yeah, yeah, yeah. He can handle that business. Okay. My advice to you is to have the talk that you just had with us with your husband and say, I know you've been kidding about it, but it really makes me feel uncomfortable. Because sometimes when, when I do something or I say something, and Caitlin doesn't like it. She doesn't get mad at me. She goes, hey, that really makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. I didn't look at it from your eyeballs. I look at it as just a general thing that happens. I weigh it. Should you, should you react? But I go, okay, when I see your perspective, I, I may not agree with it, but at least I can respect it. Mm-hmm. So I would say the conversation is with your husband, not with the nanny, not with the family. You? I agree. You start with the husband, and then you see where yeah it goes and what continues, but... I say it starts there. There's no reason to go to the nanny. Yeah. She has no allegiance to anybody. Okay. Just handle it in your house. It's like most problems. You can handle it close. It'll The rest of it will all go away. Maybe it's the husband that say something to her the next time. Like, hey, that really makes me feel uncomfortable if you touch me. Mm-hmm. Probably don't, though. Probably makes him feel. What? You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. We don't even know what any of these people look like. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Sometimes yeah. I want to email back and be like, can we send me a picture so I can... <laughs> Put a face on this email. Uh, Hey, Morgan, if people want to send us an email, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's a couple guys in North Carolina. They're working on a house, remodeling it, and they hear something screaming. They're like, hey, do you hear that cat? And they listen again, they're no, that's someone yelling, help, help. And they go down the road a little bit, and there's a six-year-old boy in a pond. He had wandered away from home, and he's in the 40-degree water. And the guy just runs, jumps in, swims 40 yards, grabs the six-year-old, and pulls him to safety. Could he see him? He could see him bobbing in the water, a six-year-old, and the six-year-old had autism, and he kind of wanders from home sometimes. Wow. And so he went out the back door and ended up in the pond, and these carpenters working on the house just happened to hear him, and they said, God put us there. Saved wow. him. Yep. That is crazy. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie wants to cut Lunchbox's hair. Come on, please let me do it. So Eddie's our video producer. We've been best friend for years, and he's, he comes to me. 
off the air and was like, hey, any way you get... Why? You don't like his hair? No, no, he looks like trash. I, I mean, I mean so he is the bald man. He hasn't t- he hasn't had a haircut in how long? Two, three months? And, and it's starting to look really messy. Bones, I cut my kid's hair, you know, I've done it twice since coronavirus. Would you let him cut your hair? No. Are Why? you going to get a haircut? I'll get a haircut eventually. Look, I have not been into a business, and I'm not letting this guy who doesn't have any barber experience, cut my hair. Uh, he does, but he also said he cut his kid. Yeah, yes. he cuts his kid's hair. They don't care what they look like. They they're look not a public, good, though. They're not a public figure, oh. and I have a reputation to uphold, <laughs> and I can't be walking around with, you know, chunks out of my hair. But your it's, hair, it does, I mean, yeah, you haven't no cut case, it. There's no case there. You don't, you don't walk. That's not, that can't be his case. No, because he looks. Because he doesn't yes. present himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and which is my point, too. Like, if you want to our company for them to have you yeah. for things, you have to look presentable. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying, but I can't do that no, right you look now. Bad we're in a pandemic. But it, it doesn't matter. Like, I have to keep up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm I mean, doing the best. You look like a I... mountain man. How much to let Eddie cut your hair? Oh, Eddie's going to pay me? No, How- no, no. No, no, yes, yes. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, how, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Eddie. How much <laughs> let Eddie mean? cut your hair? I, I'll do it for 500 No way. 500 You're so dumb. It's a haircut. You pay for that like, normally. Make it easy 20 bucks right now or something. Make 500. it easy. Make it easy 25 No, Look, guys. Hey, hey, lunch. I'm saving you time. You don't have to go to the barbershop. No. I'll do it right here. No, because all Eddie's going to do is shave my head bald, no, and I'm no, not I will doing not. that. No, that's not. There will be rules. I can yeah, do right. it. And then he'll just accidentally. Uh, no, listen, no, no, this, no, is, no, this no. is why you don't do it. Because, okay, I, I agree to it, right? And then he's cut. Oh, I took a chunk. Looks like I got to go a lot lower. No chance. Okay, you're my friend. I would never do that. Okay, no okay, chance. Okay, okay. 50. No right. chance. Okay. Right now at Lunchbox, it looks like you have bangs. He, do, no, he does have bangs. I'll I even do. trim the beard for free. I can trim my own beard. Well, it's just the whole experience. I mean, and I'm, I'm talking. Will you put a hot towel on him? I can do a hot towel. I'm talking fo- maybe a faux hawk. Will you rub his hands? No, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm I not rubbing your a hands. Do you, you want a mimosa? He's trying to make, like, he's going to put lines <laughs> in my hand. High and tight. <laughs> we can do, like, a Ryan Gosling look. I think I Amy has, is. like, a point, though, where that if you do want, and maybe you don't, but if you do want the company to use you for things, you have to look at, like, what they would want you to look like to put out there. No, I do. I want them to use me all the time. I, 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 but you don't put in the work for them to use you. No, I do. When I get a haircut, I look good. No, no, but you, like, I'm being used this for three things this week. Yeah, so you got to you were you know what I mean? Like, may, I, I would, I if 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 I needed to be that's looking not good how for it something, works. they don't come to you and go, "Hey, we need you to look good for this." <laughs> I would call you, a barber and tell them to come good. to my house. Okay, all right, all right. Um, easy trivia is coming uh, up next. Uh, all super easy questions. It's harder than you think. Play along in your car. See how many you get. Amy, easy trivia. What's the color of an emerald? Green. Correct. You you would get oh, that that's next. Good. One. You. Um, lunchbox easy trivia. George Orwell. Uses what year as a title of one of his books? Oh, uh, that's easy. I read that in high school, 1984. Nice. I didn't really oh, read wow. it, but it, we had it assigned. Uh, Eddie, what country is the Great Pyramid of Giza? Giza? Uh, Giza, and that would be Giza. Egypt. Yeah, that's good. So those yeah. are easy, but those are the, the discards we easy. didn't use. Easy trivia coming up next. Bobby Bones. If, if Eddie wins, can he cut your hair? Oh, please, please. No. Listen, <laughs> Eddie, you would have to pay me $500. Like, if you want to do it so bad, pay up. All but right. if he paid 500 he, you're saying this. He can cut however he wants. Oh, my God. Oh, 500. <laughs> yeah, but it has, no, no. But it has to come from his bank account. You, no one can give him any what? money. It has to be his own money. What if I could do a GoFundMe? No, no. It's your that, money. Technically, that becomes that would his become money. His money. No, no, there's if no. If he go- raises $500, nope, if no, he gives nope. you $500, he nope. cuts your hair. A thousand. No. You just said it. If he raises I said a thousand. his own money, no outside. A thousand dollars. He can get your hair cut out if you want. Okay. A thousand dollars. Oh, a thousand, yeah. 
<laughs> you think we get a thousand dollars, man? Yes. No, no, Eddie, this is your money. <laughs> I know it'll be my no, money. No, you can't go out and, and no, fund I'm not this. paying him that money. To go. <laughs> it's Friday, so let's play a round of easy trivia. Here we go, Amy Lunchbox, our video producer Eddie, our head of digital Morgan Number Two. These are the easiest trivia questions we could find. Let's see who lasts the longest. Oh, ready boy. to play? Yeah, ready. Yeah. Amy, you're up first. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. By the way, to our listening audience, we're just, <laughs> first of all, we're so grateful you're here. Second of all, these are very easy questions. We know they're easy. You're going to nail them all in your car, and that's how it should be, right, Amy? Yes. Okay, here we go. But they get hard. Question number one Whose nose grew longer every time he lied? Pinocchio. Correct. Easy. Easy. Lunchbox. Yep. Which Disney movie is Elsa in? Oh, it's Frozen. Correct. Easy. Hey, Eddie. Come on. What's the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Oh, Tinkerbell. Easy. And finally, Morgan number two, what are the two holes in your nose called? Your nostrils. Correct. You're all on to the second round. There you go. Easy trivia. Easy trivia. Geniuses. A little slightly less easy, but still really easy. Amy, in the famous nursery rhyme, what bridge is falling down? London. Correct. Hey, Lunchbox, water, water, water. Water freezes at what temperature Fahrenheit? Are we on Fahrenheit in America? Water freezes at what temperature Fahrenheit? I think that's 32. I'm going 32. I don't know if it's Fahrenheit, but I know 32, it freezes. Correct. Hey, Eddie, what color are the stars on the American flag? The stars are white. Correct. Hey, Morgan, what fruit do kids traditionally give teachers? Apples. Correct. Everybody's in round two. Good. Round three now. Here we go. Easy trivia. They get a little less easy. Hey, Amy, what does the nimble Jack jump over in the nursery rhyme? What does Jack jump over in the nursery rhyme? I have no idea. Hold on, hold on. What does the nimble... What am I missing about this, Mike? Am I reading that right? I mean, come on, Amy. You got this. I guess he jumps over the moon, but I don't know. Mm-mm. I have no idea. So, hey, diddle, Who diddle, jumps the cat and the fiddle. I don't the know. Cow the cow jumped, jumped over, over the, the moon. moon. Yeah, but not the Oh, the jet. cow jumped over the moon. Then what did niddle, tittle, Jackie do? Jack- I, I don't know. This. Niddle, tittle, Jackie? <laughs> Jack. Oh, this is not Jack even that be one. nimble. Uh-uh. Jack be quick. Quick, jump over the pogo stick? No. <laughs> the pogo? Close, though. Close. No, you jump with a pogo stick, well, not over it? the candlestick. Oh. Dang you've, it. You've missed it. You're gone. Yeah. But you've got that, Eddie? Yeah, candlestick. Well, I couldn't even get my riddle. It's old. <laughs> Eddie's old. Oh, stop it. <laughs> this is when he was in high school? Yeah, come yeah. on. Hey, was that his last song, That Eddie? was his favorite song when he <laughs> was a dumb. teenager. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lunchbox. A little less easy. Amy missed that yeah, one. Yeah, that's He's what out. I'm nervous about. What's the smallest state in America? Oh. Ugh. Easy trivia. That what? ain't easy, man. This one never gets easy. We've, you know, I feel like I've I heard can't it ever too. remember <laughs> it. I mean. Lunchbox need an answer. The smallest state by land, smallest state in America. Uh, Vermont. Oh, incorrect. <laughs> it's Rhode Island. Dang it! I thought about that because so the Rhode close. Island State Police with Jim Carrey. What? Excuse me? That, that, me, myself, and Irene, uh. I think. Uh, I, he said, I think That's he says weird. it in that movie. Eddie. All right, come on. What's the name for a female deer? Ooh, doe, a deer, a female deer. Oh, nice. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Morgan, 
Yeah. Who is Mickey Mouse's girlfriend? Minnie Mouse. Correct. Uh oh. Two people are in. Oh boy. It's Eddie versus Morgan. Ooh. Easy trivia. In Dr. Seuss's book, who asked, Do you like green eggs and ham? Eddie? Uh, Sam. Correct. That's, a, that's, that's middly tough. We're starting to get a little tougher here. <laughs> Come on. I'm feeling good. Hey, Morgan, in which American city is Wall Street located? New York City. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Be confident, Morgan. Next round. A little less easy. Hey, Eddie, Arnold Schwarzenegger was once the governor of which American state? California. Correct. <gasps> hey, Morgan, what gulf is located to the south of Florida? The South Gulf of Mexico. Gulf of Mexico. Correct. Eddie, which state is the Grand Canyon located? Oh gosh, I feel like I've had this one before. And I, last time I said Nevada because you can go there from the, like Vegas. They do tours the Grand Canyon. But I'm gonna go with Arizona. That's your answer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I got this wrong last time I said Nevada. Um, all right, Arizona. Come Correct. On. Yeah! Correct. Correct. Hey, Morgan, easy trivia. What's the closest star to Earth? The sun. Mm, the sun is a star, but I don't know if it's the closest. What's the closest star to Earth? The sun. Correct. Yes! Wow! <laughs> this is crazy. We'll go one more each, and then we'll go to sudden death. Okay. Eddie, who is the 16th president of the United States? Oh, my gosh. I'll never get this. And I'm not even going to try to name them. George, Adams, Jefferson. Who is the 16th president, Eddie? Let's just go with Abraham Lincoln because I feel like he fits somewhere around that area. The answer and, and you is, wouldn't give me Grover Cleveland. The answer is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah! Morgan, to go to sudden death. <sighs> okay. What food do pandas eat? What food do pandas famously eat? Pandas eat leaves, trees. They live in trees. Oh. Do they eat mm-hmm. leaves? Ah! Easy trivia. What what food do pandas eat? Is this a trick question? I don't think so. <laughs> leaves. Leaves incorrect. Dang! The answer is bamboo. Bamboo, Ugh. which makes Eddie our easy champion, easy champion this week. Yeah! Wow! Woo! And that was easy. Was it? I mean, not really. There were some tricky you had to ones. Guess there. on like every one of them, yes, but you yeah, got it. All right, time. nice job. Because of the pandemic, they say cheap domestic beer is back. Eddie, how do you feel about that beer love expert? It. Love it. Love it. Love the cheap beer. Um, sometimes that. I mean, I I like the expensive beer because sometimes. Uh, the local beers are more expensive, and they're really good, but, man, there's nothing better than just, like, a Miller Lite or even, like, a Natty Lite. Are they good, though, or is it just because you're told that they're local that it tastes better? Uh, they taste different. They taste different. They're usually a little stronger, and they have different tastes because they experiment more with those. The the cheaper beers, they've done those for years. Nothing, they never ch- mess with the recipes on those, so they are the way they've been for the last, like, 100 years. Well, budget beer has boomed. Mm. Price and familiarity. And also, it was there. They, they, you don't have bars aren't open, hard to get beer made when yep. factories aren't running, hmm. and stock, uh, shoppers are able to stock up on the cheap beer. That's right. Best beer for your buck, meaning you have to weigh everything. 
money, mm-hmm. how good tastes. Like, what's what is it? Pound for pound, the best beer is. You can't go wrong with a Miller Lite, man. Why I are you mean, saying man? Why yeah. are you talking well, like this? Well, that's because you're talking about beer, so we got to be manly, it. man. You know what I mean? Pop that top on that Miller Lite. You can't go wrong. When Eddie, Eddie and I went fishing <laughs> last week, and Kaylin was like, do you realize when you two are talking about fishing, you talk in a different voice? <laughs> she did say that. She was we're like, like, and, we, and we defended it. We're like, no, we, no, we don't. No, we don't. And I'm like, but when you guys talk about housewives, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, guys. See you Monday. Bye. Get your bones on. Bobby Bones.